Hey, it's Kirsten. Do you feel like you're spending way too much money on supplements? When I started out on my health journey, I was also shocked about how expensive high quality supplements were, especially as I was upping how many I was taking. That's why when I became a practitioner back in 2018, I started offering my clients a way to save up to 25% off many of their supplements through a company called Wellevate, which is spelled W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-E. Through Wellevate, you can order many of the supplements that you're already taking, like Pure Encapsulations, Gaia Herbs, Enzymetica, and others at discounts of up to 25% off retail. And shipping is free for orders over $49 within the United States. The only way to buy supplements through Wellevate is through a practitioner, and I will earn a small commission at no additional cost to you while you're saving money. So if you want to start saving upwards of 25% off your supplement bill, go to the resources page on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources and go to the Wellevate section. You don't have to be a client, just set up your account and start saving. I'm Kirsten Ramstrom, a certified holistic health coach, and welcome to the Quest for Healing podcast. Whether you're just starting out on your health journey or you're farther down your path, I've created this podcast to inspire and inform your health journey through first, some extraordinary healing stories from real people, second, an exploration of some intriguing healing modalities, and third, through conversations with enterprising people who are making a difference in the health of our world. Welcome to episode 62. As we move into the end of December, I wanted to do something a little bit fun for this week. So I posed a single question to many of the recent podcast guests like Emily Nielsen, Eileen Crispell, and Megan Maynard, and more. And the question was this, what do you wish you'd known when you started out on your medical medium health journey? And this episode is a compilation of each of their answers to that question. I was quite surprised at the diversity of answers that people gave. I'm not going to give anything away here, but you will notice that some of the advice from one person may sound quite a bit different or even the opposite of that from someone else. And that all has to do with how they approached their health journey and what issues they were dealing with. What I hope you take away from this is that everyone's journey is different. I hope there will be at least a few messages that resonate with where you are on your path right now. And before I go to the episode, I just wanted to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas if you're celebrating. And if you're still finishing up some last minute gift shopping, please check out my quest for the best holiday gift guide on my blog. And if you're still deciding what to serve for your family meal, look at my holiday recipe guide at podcast.carefullyhealing.com forward slash holiday recipes. And I'll also put links to both of these in the show notes. And with that, let's dive right into the episode. So again, the question that's going to be answered here by everyone is, what do you wish you'd known when you'd started out on your medical medium health journey? And so we're going to kick this right off with Lynette Lay from episode 45. I wish I knew to stay away from the troublemaker foods. I wish I knew plant healed people, plant, plant food, simple. And I wish that you know, I knew about protein and, and how we don't need the protein and we should stop counting the protein because I used to count protein and actually proteins in everything. There's so much more in, like important things that we should be focused on as opposed to protein. And I wish I knew that troublemaker foods fed pathogens that created my eczema. And so 
here I am with a list of troublemaker foods and I, I didn't cut, I cut it everything except for pork. As I was like, I love pork. I can do about everything else. Nothing replaces pork. So I kept away from the other troublemakers for a good three months, hoping that little piece of bit of rash would disappear. And then it didn't. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should get rid of the pork. And after I got rid of the pork, the little rash went away. So, you know, the details matter. That's another thing that I think everybody should know. It's just, you'd be surprised. You think you've cut everything, you would expect I'll heal. But no, it's just that little detail that I needed. And now we'll hear from Tavon Pennicott from episode 47. That's a good question. I have to say, number one, I, w- I wish, and it's not anyone's fault, it's just my own fault, but I should have dug in a little deeper when I first started. But I didn't really realize the importance of the supplementation of, of the zinc and, and the B12. I was, you know, I saw so much advertisements about the celery juice and how that could help. And then, you know, just doing fruits and vegetables. So to get those foundational supplements going, get those going, because we need it, you know, no matter what your diet is, you know, whether you eat tons of meat or not, or you eat a variety of foods in society, or you're vegan or whatever your diet is, you need zinc and B12 as at least for your foundational stuff. And just learning about B12 and the particulars of how you have to get the right B12. So that's number one. Just I wish I'd started that a lot earlier. I think I would have healed even faster, you know? And then also another big one was there was so much emphasis on eating fruit. And, you know, Anthony talked about the importance of, you know, having the leafy greens in there. But for some reason, when I came in, I was reading so much about how the fruit is so healing. And it's amazing. It is. But I realized, oh, it's that combination of you have to eat a lot of beefy greens, like a lot. So talking about bringing in the arugula and the spinach and the kale, just all those types of lettuces and greens, you know, like just vegetables, tons of vegetables, basically. And I learned, you know, because I would eat so much fruit in the beginning and I'd be like, okay, what I got to do, just eat the fruit, eat the fruit. And no matter how much fruit I had, I was like still hungry. I'm just like, man, I am still hungry. And I would, I thought the celery juice was enough because we got some sodium in there, some mineral salts free. Once I would, once I started eating spinach, you know, just a big spinach shot, I like felt complete, you know, it's just like my body was like humming, you know, like, you know, and I just, I knew then it's like, ah, it's that combination. I was so excited when I figured it out, but that combination of the fruits of the world, just eating tons of fruits, eating tons of leafy greens, and then zinc and B12, those are kind of pretty foundational, you know, like potato, I'd like eat potatoes and spinach, and then zinc and B12, you know, (laughs) just make sure, make sure that you eat enough leafy greens along with the fruit that you know, it's so healing. And next we have Megan Maynard from episode 57. I wish I had known that I could just do less 
that I didn't have to do everything but the kitchen sink to start with. I would have done fewer supplements, less celery juice, would have cut the no foods out more slowly and let my body adjust along the way instead of going into a healing crisis for months and then learning the hard way. Next up is Ange Caruso from episode 51. There's a lot I wish I had known. I wished I had known I, I didn't need to go all in all at once. I wish that I had known I didn't have to have 16 ounces of celery prior to driving an hour away and going to an event where there were no bathrooms. I, I talk with my neighbor now, you know, and we, she scaled back on her celery juice. And I was like, yeah, you know, I wish I'd known that I should have done that, but I didn't have support. I didn't have all of the resources we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the celery juice book now. So there were some things and I just wished I would have maybe been a little less serious. However, that seriousness brought me to where I am today. So I am kind of grateful for my really strict steadfastness, but I know it's not always relatable for everyone. Now we'll hear from Travis Cosentino from episode 53. Honestly, here's my honest opinion. Everything worked out in perfect uniform order. It was by divine intervention that I got everything the way that it did. And I wouldn't change a single thing about my medical medium experience because it all perfectly laid itself out for me. And is that in terms of the information that you collected over time and just how the information presented itself to you or? Absolutely. Everything, the information, how I implemented, everything worked out so completely perfectly. It could not be any more perfect. It was the most beautiful miracle I've ever experienced. Trust the process. Next up is Emily Nielsen from episode 42. I wish I had known that it can take a long time for some people to heal. I think I was overly optimistic when I first started out and I felt kind of enthusiastic about it and I just wanted to go all in and that I would heal everything and everything would be fine. But it wasn't like that for me. So I, I wish I had known what could happen. But on the other hand, maybe I would have been scared, you know, of starting if I had known everything. I also wish I had known that the fat is really important. Going low fat is one of the keys to this whole thing. And we're so used to eating fat that it's really hard for someone who has eaten fat their whole life. And it's about the adrenaline. It's about the whole comfort food thing and and all that. So I wish I had known more about how important it is to to keep the low fat and what to eat instead, like uh, to eat all the steamed potatoes and and the big amount of foods because you have to eat more foods when you eat this way because there is no fat or very, very little fat in it. So you have to eat more calories. And at the beginning, I, I didn't get enough food in me, I think. So yeah, I, w- I wish I'd known that. I also wish I had known that it's so important to get the right um, supplements, the, the brands that Anthony recommends. I wasn't aware of that when I first started. So, so looking back, there are a lot of things I wish I had known. Also the mono eating. I wish I had known about the mono eating because 
it's been really helpful for me. And I think I, I could have moved forward quicker if I had started doing that early and periodically. I, I, I cannot do it more than a month. A month is my record. I haven't been able to do it more than a month at a time. But if I could do it periodically from time to time of the years, it would have been great for me, I think. And when Emily mentioned mono eating, she's referring to the mono eating cleanse from the medical medium book, Cleanse to Heal. And now we're moving on to Amy Jones from episode 60. I wish I'd known that it was all going to be okay, that it wasn't about the perfection. It was about my wholehearted attempt to heal myself and my children and that that counts for so much. I wish I could have known really within me that knowing really is half the battle, as Anthony said, and to have understood the simplicity of the healing process, that we're simply kicking out those unwanted house guests and filling ourselves with light and beautiful living foods, and that that's all there is to it, and that if you do this, you will heal. Next up, Lillian Hannigan from episode 54. It could take time. So it might take you some time and then you might think it's not working and you might feel tempted to get off it. But especially, you know, you have to realize that, at least in my case, I've been eating non-medical medium way, a lot of troublemakers for like about 20 years. And I've been doing medical medium now for about two years. So you know, you have to put that into perspective. What a great reminder. And next, Eileen Crispell from episode 50. I got really lucky and my medical physician said to me, um, he was the first person who really helped me get somewhere. And he said, you didn't get this way overnight. You're not going to heal overnight. Don't call me in three months and say, why aren't I better yet? It really gave me patience. And secondly, he said, this is an emotional journey too. If you are not getting some emotional help, I'm not going to work with you. And this was a medical doctor. And I would say those have held very true that physical healing is also emotional healing and you can flip that around. It's, it's a journey together and it's not going to happen overnight. And that's as it should be. And last, but certainly not least, is Tara Tom from episode 55. To be honest, I would say nothing. And the reason why I say that is I feel that I had all the information that I needed for my journey at that time. And as the new books were released and more information was put out there, at that time is what I needed to hear. And so I think that whatever place that you are at in your journey, wherever you are starting from, that you can start your healing journey with just one book, with just the podcast, with just the posts, whatever it is, you're going to be dealt the information that is perfect for you and your healing journey at that time. And as you get more and more into healing and along further along your journey, 
then you can start adding more information to help deepen your healing. So looking back after doing this for almost six years, I think everything for my healing journey happened at the right time on my path. And so, no, I don't feel that there's anything that I wish I knew at the beginning of my journey. And as for me, I learned that being kind to myself is really important during a journey like this. Culturally, we've all been taught to go full steam ahead and to keep putting one foot in front of the other all the time. And I don't think that's always the best way to undertake your health journey. It's so important to listen to your body through this process and adjust accordingly. And if something happens, like you eat a troublemaker food or you fall off the wagon or you just do something that seems quote unquote wrong, you don't have to be mean to yourself about it. It's okay to just start over again at your next meal or the next day. This is a lifestyle and learning how to adapt to it takes time. And it's much easier to assess what you might do differently the next time when you've set aside any shame or guilt. So keep in mind, you're doing a great job with the changes that you're making and you're going to make great progress all the time. So pat yourself on the back for that. So I hope you found some encouragement and inspiration from the answers to this question. What do you wish you'd known when you started out on your health journey? Thank you again to all these guests for their wonderful contributions to the podcast for this episode, as well as this year. If you want to go back and listen to their individual episodes, I've included links to those in the show notes. Show notes for this episode, episode 62, are available through your podcast provider, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you've hit follow for Quest for Healing. And they're also on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash podcast. Next week, I'm going to walk through some of the best episodes from the second half of the year. So if you're looking to catch up when you've got a little more free time next week on your hands, start here so you can get a quick preview to see which episodes you may want to listen to. Thank you for joining me today on the Quest for Healing podcast. These discussions are not intended to provide medical advice, but rather to give you examples of methods and modalities that you may find interesting, informative, or helpful. Please work with your doctor as you undertake your own health journey. Hey, it's Kirsten. Before I started out on my health journey, I didn't know how poisonous many of the cleaners I used in my home were. Then when I started trying to clean the toxins out of my body, I started to question if the cleaners I was using were just adding back more. And how does that make sense when we're using toxic chemicals to get things clean? So imagine how excited I was when I found non-toxic, fragrance-free, essential oil-free Branch Basics cleaners. Now I use them for many things around my house, including scrubbing my kitchen and bathroom, cleaning my juicer, and as the laundry detergent for cleaning my clothes. Plus, it's also the soap that I use to wash my fruit because it's also sodium laurel sulfate free. So check out branchbasics.com. Their starter kits make it so easy to get started and you can use my code carefullyhealing, which is all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And because I always want to be upfront with you, this is an affiliate link, so I will earn a small commission if you buy using my code. But I only recommend this product because I love it and use it myself. So if you're ready to start cleaning your home with a healthier cleaner, go to branchbasics.com. <laughs>